This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1043, Seven Things I Learned About Money After I Moved Out, by Nick True of mappedoutmoney.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host and narrator of the show, bringing you some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet in audio form, seven days a week. And today I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you because it's a Friday. So let's get right to it as we start optimizing your life. Seven Things I Learned About Money After I Moved Out by Nick True of mappedoutmoney.com. I moved out when I was 18 years old to start college. I lived on campus, and while I was technically on my own, I still spent the summers at my parents and always had them to fall back on if I needed. Although I took care of my normal expenses while in college, I didn't carry the emotional weight of being on my own. For me, officially getting out from under my parents coincided with my marriage. I moved from my campus dorm into an apartment with my new wife in the summer of 2014. My wife and I wanted to be totally independent and didn't get married until we had the ability to do so. And while we did it, I'd be lying if I said it was easy. Doing life without your parents' help to lean on is tough. There's so much stuff you don't think about until it happens. That's what I want to share today. Here are seven things that I learned about money after moving out. One, groceries are insanely expensive. When I was in college, I bought my own groceries, but I also lived on campus. This means I ate over half my meals at school because it was included in my tuition. Even though I technically paid for my groceries through my school bills, I didn't feel this money in the same way I did when Hannah and I started buying groceries on our own. If you're still living at home, you really shouldn't underestimate the magnitude of this expense. I used to take for granted all of the food my parents just had on hand. At any given time, I could walk into the pantry and find just about anything I wanted. And if it wasn't in there, we had enough ingredients that we could cook just about anything imaginable. In the first few months of my wife and I together, I can only imagine how much we spent on just getting ingredients. You've got to build up a stockpile of flour, rice, beans, and of course, cream of mushroom soup, because literally every recipe ever calls for it. But food isn't it. There's toilet paper, cleaning supplies, dish detergent, paper towels, water filters, and all sorts of other things that need to get bought every single month. And believe me, this stuff adds up. Two, actually, life in general is expensive. And most of it isn't fun. There's just all kinds of things you don't think about when your parents are footing the bill. Unfortunately, there's a lot of obnoxious things that you need in life, like vacuums, shampoo, oil changes, tire rotations, car insurance, renter's insurance, haircuts, underwear, socks, and deodorant. No one wants to spend money on deodorant, but you gotta have it. And don't even get me started on cleaning supplies. We spent $200 on a vacuum in our first year of marriage. A vacuum? Like, that sucks. I could have bought three Xbox games, a two-day snowboarding pass, a new longboard, a bunch of new clothes, or heck, even 200 tacos at Taco Bell, and that would have been more exciting than a stinking vacuum. But you gotta have it. And that's what life is like as an adult. Three, dealing with insurance companies is complicated. I kind of alluded to this one earlier, but it bears repeating. As an adult, you have to deal with all sorts of insurance companies. You've got health insurance, car insurance, renter's insurance, pet insurance, and maybe home insurance. All of these are complicated and very few people you know can help you understand them, which leaves you struggling and alone when it comes to figuring out what the best options are, what decisions to make, and how to file a claim. This is one of those skills you wish you would have learned in high school. You know, practical stuff like how to fix a toilet or navigate an airport. That would have been much more useful than memorizing the presidents or learning that the scientific symbol for gadolinium is GD. 
Four, the birthday, Christmas, holiday gift exchange. Christmas and birthdays are super exciting when you're a kid, but as a broke 20-something, these events can be extremely difficult and actually become dreadful. My wife and I spent over $800 buying Christmas gifts last year for the people in our life. Now, don't get me wrong, I wanted to do that, but there's no doubt that it's very expensive. All of a sudden, once you're an adult and on your own, you're also expected to start getting Christmas presents for people you never bought for before. On top of that, your aunts and uncles all stop buying you stuff and move on to your nieces and nephews instead. After all, you're an aunt or uncle now too. To deal with this, I've learned to start saving monthly for this stuff. At least this way, I'm not scrounging for loose change beneath the couch cushions come December. Five, vacations. Holy The amount of money my parents spent over the years on just a beach trip is now extremely apparent to me. I never realized this as a kid, but now I realize how much I took for granted. Taking the expected yearly vacations that are so prevalent in the middle class is freaking expensive. My wife and I have been married for two years and we've tried our best to take a few short vacations when we can. We use Groupon, cashback credit card bonuses, go in off seasons, and travel to modest places where we don't have to fly. Yet these trips are still insanely expensive. The bottom line is that my life growing up was very comfortable, but also expensive, and it's been tough for me to try to replicate that comfort. Which brings me to my next point. Six, I can't expect to live how I did before I moved. Speaking of vacations, the other thing I've learned is that my quality of life and the things I get to do has gone down since moving out. I simply can't afford to live like my parents. And this makes sense, right? I mean, I haven't saved up any money and I make a lot less than they do because I'm early in my career. How in the world could I expect to live like them? Yet I do. And you probably do too. It's hard because we get accustomed to a certain lifestyle growing up that we simply can't afford in our early 20s. We get used to eating out regularly, buying whatever groceries we want, driving all over town in nice cars, and living in big homes. It's a real problem, and many of us feel entitled to this lifestyle. But I've had to learn how to push these feelings to the side. I've been trying to keep things in perspective. My parents didn't live how they do now when they were newly married. I can't either, and that's okay. It's part of life. 7. It's hard, but there are few things more satisfying. Moving out is tough, especially in big cities. Luckily, I live in a relatively low cost of living area, and it's still hard. I can't imagine living in San Francisco or New York. Being an adult in America is expensive, and there's a lot of pressure to live a certain way and buy certain things. On top of that, everyday necessities are just expensive. As teenagers and young adults, we're used to spending what little money we have on fun things we want. When we have to start buying adult stuff, the fun goes away. But despite the difficulties, moving out has been one of the most satisfying things I've ever done. Paying rent, buying groceries, and simply making it through a month of bills is extremely fulfilling. There's something to be said for feeling independent and that you can actually take care of yourself. It's huge, and it really makes you feel like an actual adult. In an age where we're told that Gen Y is one of the worst, most ungrateful, and spoiled generations, there's a satisfying I told you so about paying your own bills. There's nothing quite like it. You just listened to the post titled Seven Things I Learned About Money After I Moved Out by Nick True of mappedoutmoney.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, 
filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And that's another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. I thank you for your continuing support and for listening each and every day. It is all thanks to you and our terrific authors for helping us get to where we are today. So hope your weekend is getting off to a great start and I will be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.